Welcome to another episode, without a guest, of Crosscore Sports. I almost said TG, TJBQ that time, I'm not going to lie. It ain't it ain't TJBQ no more. We're, we're back to Crosscore Sports. Um, yes, baby. We uh, are giving you guys the second half of our NFL preview this week, um, which means we're going to go to the NFC. Um, you want to go... East to West this week. You excited about talking about the NFC? How you feeling? Yeah, I'm. I'm super excited to talk about the NFC. I think we're gonna have probably a little more disagreements here. Uh, so, we'll 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 see uh, who we think is gonna win divisions and whatnot. And yeah, let's let's go uh, let's go East to West. All right, I like that. NFC East, NFC least, NFC beast, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> see uh most teams without names in the entire nfl that's that's true <laughs> <laughs> who should we start with um let's start with the eagles okay because they finished last in the division last year hmm. um they're an interesting one because they got their entire offensive line back completely new coach completely new quarterback completely new system what are your thoughts on the eagles this year i'll I'll let you start the eagles are definitely an interesting team um i mean let's be honest they're only what four years removed from a super bowl that's not that long ago um they do have a lot of the roster that they had during that run but i mean it's obviously changed um, I really like Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to be a pretty solid quarterback for the Eagles for a while. I agree on that one. Um, but when you just when you look at this division, it's just like I don't really see the Eagles making a lot of noise in the NFC East this year. I think that they'll they'll have like a fine season. I think that they're going to be competitive, especially with a young quarterback in Jalen Hurts. But in terms of their division, I just I don't see them doing enough to push them over the top. And another point, we mentioned the Chargers last week. The Eagles have also been extremely injured over the past three seasons or so. Probably one of the most injured teams in the league. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not too low on them. I don't think they're going to be a disaster. Mm-hmm. I think they will be, be- – I think they will be better than they were last year. I don't think they're going to challenge for the playoffs. I think that Jalen Hurts is going to take a step forward. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think this is going to be one of those years for the Eagles of kind of just wait and see what happens kind of thing. We're going to let the guys go on the field. We're going to let them play. Um, Sirianni is going to see how people fit in the system. That kind of seems like what the Eagles are going with this year. Yeah, I'd say, you know, six, six or seven wins is probably a good season. 
Yeah, I that's that's kind of where I see the Eagles at. I see them winning some games against like worser teams than themselves, and maybe they'll win a game in the division or two. Um, but there's just not a lot of depth on this roster. Um, it's really top heavy and it's really young. So we don't know exactly what we're getting from a lot of these guys. So that's just, that's kind of the reason why I don't see them doing a lot this year. I think there is a potential very, very far on the outskirts. Let's because let's, let's be honest. The NFC sucks. And last season they were in the playoff picture with two games to go. <laughs> with a sub 500 record but yes i could see them making more of a push for the division than people expect them to okay i mean i wouldn't be surprised if they did i just personally don't see that happening this season they're just they're just a little too young right now i they'll get there but as of right now they're just not there yet we'll see um let's move on to the giants what, do you, what are your thoughts on the, the New York Giants this year? I don't know, honestly. The Giants are so weird. They have a, a solid defense. It's not the same as Washington or, or L.A., but they'll create some turnovers. They'll, they'll hit some guys hard. But the offense is just... I don't know what's there. We don't know what we're going to get from Saquon. Uh, He's coming off of two back-to-back injured seasons. Uh, Daniel Jones is still very much a question mark. Um, I really do like the addition of Kenny Galladay. I think he's a very underrated receiver. But other than that, they don't have anyone else who can really catch the ball. You ever hear of Kevin Love? (laughs) I have heard of Kevin Love. That's Kenny Galladay, man. Mm. Kenny Galladay is just just Kevin Love for the Detroit Lions. Without the chip. Without the chip. <laughs> um, <laughs> although, technically, he could eventually join the Bucks in a year or two when Tom Brady calls him and get his chip that way. Yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> same like Kevin Love. Um, <laughs> but honestly, looking at the guys that the Giants brought in, drafted and already have i don't think that they have great guys for daniel jones to pass to Mm. and i don't think that daniel jones is the guy to be passing guys the ball no (laughs) um they o-line wise i mean it's not as much of a disaster as it's been in previous years but it's still not very good yeah which will once again probably lead to saquon struggling and <clears throat> defensively, they're okay. I think the Giants are the worst team in the division. I could, I, yeah, I could definitely see the Giants as the worst team in the division. I kind of, I think it's kind of like, personally, I think Washington is the best. And then the other three teams are just kind of in the mix, you know? Yeah. Um, honestly, because like this year in the draft, right? Mm. They went out. They got snubbed for Devontae Smith because we call, the Eagles collaborated with the Cowboys. That's right. <laughs> and so they traded down, gave the Bears Justin Fields, and took Kadarius Tony. Yes, that is what happened. It was it was weird. It was unfortunate for them. Uh, and I, I, I don't know how to feel about Tony. 
I don't know. Right now, you look, he's their fourth receiver. You spent a first-round draft pick on a fourth receiver. Yeah. Not great. I think they're an absolute disaster right now. They're they're a team, the tops there, it's going to crumble. It's all going to crumble. Paper mache motherfuckers. The one thing I will say about the Giants is I do like Joe Judge as a coach. Um but I like like you said, there's just not a lot on this roster to really do anything. What has Joe Judge done? He won some games with them last year, if you remember. They were they were what? They had some terrible record last year, and then all of a sudden they won like four straight. And it was like all of he them won. Yeah. He won six games. I know it's not a lot. I, I like him as a coach though. That's that's all I'm saying. I'm not seeing anything there. I'm I'm sorry. I just don't. They're they're a disaster. What 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 positives has he done for them since he's been there? You can say okay, they were in the playoffs race on the last day of the season because the rest of the division sucked. What positives has he done there? He won more games than you would have expected from the Giants last year. I guess. I mean, but Daniel Jones didn't get better. Evan Ingram got worse. Darius Slayton, like no one's getting better on that offense. And they had a few guys defensively who got better. I don't really, they're, they're just going backwards. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens this season, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I definitely can see them as the worst team. All right. So let's, let's move on to, to Dallas here. What do you think about Dallas this year? Look, Dallas is going to score. You know that. Yes. They got Dak. Healthy, allegedly. I although, if you ask Cowboys Twitter, you don't really know about that. Um, and, you know, they got Zeke still. They still have that famed O-line. A couple of guys are still kind of hanging around there. But their defense still sucks. Yeah, they lost defense, Byron Jones. It's atrocious. And he was their best defender. And they've replaced him with uh, no one. And, I mean, McCarthy's already not a defensive coach. Those Packers' defenses were never that good. I mean, they were mostly dependent on Aaron Rodgers putting up four touchdowns a game. So Mike, Mike McCarthy is such a bad coach. It's crazy. I, how does he have a job? I don't know. I'm, I mean, look, the, the thing that really got to me and I think got to most people was the, uh, the article that, that people wrote about the Packers. I don't know if you remember this a year or two ago. With him and Aaron Rodgers and all of the bad blood and all the pettiness and all the nonsense that went on between the two of them. I mean, it's just since that, his coaching reputation has been severely damaged. Oh, absolutely. And I think just just watching the way that this Dallas team is mismanaged. You can see why Rodgers had frustrations with him. Yeah, it's very clear. It's very, very clear. And I don't want to give praise to Jason Garrett because he doesn't deserve it. But at least there was some function within Dallas when he was the coach. With Mike McCarthy, there's none of that. Um, Talking about strictly football, though, 
I do like the, the Cowboys offense. Zeke and Dak are great. And you eternally underrate Amari Cooper. Uh, but no, I no. think he's I think he's a great receiver. No, he's not. Okay. <laughs> um, and then they, mean, have, they, they have Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb, who are very solid receivers in their own right. So, like you said, they're going to score a ton of points, but their defense is just so, so, so bad. It, it, yeah. There's no one there except Demarcus Lawrence, really, and Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith was terrible last year, too. Yeah, even so. like <laughs> They also have Andrew Chunley. Um, yes. who is the uh, Skip Bayless king <laughs> that defense. Um, what's their ceiling, you think? Um, I don't see them making the playoffs. I think it's just going to be a shootout every game, and if they're unable to score points against, like, Washington or the Rams or any good defense, they're screwed. We'll see if Dak's healthy as well. Yeah, we'll um, see if he can run. That's a big Yeah, I mean, he says he's okay. I just – I don't think they're a playoff team either. I don't oh. think they're even – I don't know. I don't think they'll even be in the contest for the wild card. I think they're going to flame out earlier than people expect them to. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the Cowboys are very good right now, especially, especially with McCarthy at the helm. Yeah, no. I think they'll be five hundred because because they, under they, they do have a good they do have a good offense. <laughs> Four points. Yeah. All right. Well, last team in the division we got the Washington Football Team. Yes, I have them winning the division. Yeah, I can't. I can't fault you on that. Although, to to contrast your point, mm-hmm. this division hasn't had back to back winners in. How many years? A long time. I know that. First time ever. First time there's, in a long time, 20 years. There's a reason records are broken. It's not really a record, but it's, you know, something. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Washington, they have one of the best defenses in the NFL. There's no denying that. Chase Young is following in the footsteps of Aaron Donald already after one season. Like, he is so good it's crazy um their offense is kind of a mixed bag ryan fitzpatrick as the starting qb is a little weird uh we'll see how that works out i like antonio gibson and jd mckissick i think those are two solid running backs and their wide receivers are fine too they added curtis samuel they have terry mclaurin who's very underrated um adam humphreys came over and they have a pretty solid offensive line, too. I mean, they were able to retain Brandon Scherf, even if it was on the uh, franchise tag. So it's a solid offense, uh, but they're definitely going to be carried by their defense. Yeah. Um, it's If Fitz can stay healthy and consistent enough, um, they'll make the playoffs. Yes. Um, I don't see that defense struggling against any team in – the NFC East, except for the Cowboys. But even so, that can turn the ball over a lot at yeah. times. Um, I can't I can't pick a back-to-back division winner, though. So who do you have winning it? I hate to do this. They're my, they're, I, this is a nightmare. 
Do you have the Cowboys winning it? I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win the division and go out in the first Jeez, round. Jeez, wow. That's a hot take. That is a hot you take. You know if I'm picking them that I believe it's going to happen. Oh, I know. You... I hate the fuck out of the Cowboys. Yeah, you hate I'm... the Cowboys. I would love to jinx. I hope this is a jinx. That would be fantastic. <laughs> um, I think, just thinking about it, I don't know. If we go back previous years, a majority of the time in the NFL, offense wins. And I just think that in the divisional games, the Cowboys have the best offense. I think the Legion and, of Boom would have something to say about that, but sure, I, I look, point. you're right. There's been, you can name the occasional defense here and there, mm. but I think the teams that have most consistently gone to go to the playoffs, offense. I don't know. I think you look back on the past decade and and you see the Super Bowl champions. Most of them were led by their defense. Uh, Kansas City is obviously a bad example, but I mean, you saw Rams Pats a couple years ago. That was an all defensive game. Um, You saw, okay, well, the Eagles also a bad example. Um, But I mean, the Broncos in 2015, the Seahawks who beat if you remember the Seahawks Broncos, it was best offense of the league against best defense and best defense won out. Um, So I don't know. I think the sentiment that offense wins games, defense wins championships is true. I get it, but I just think in this division, I don't know. I don't know. I I'm I have just there's there's a little buggish in me, dude. Fair enough. Well, who's your who's your player to watch? Um, that's pretty easy for me. Um, it's not a specific player, Mm. but I'm gonna say the quarterback position in the NFC East. Um, you have Dak coming off an injury. You have Ryan Fitzpatrick, who, who knows? You have (laughs) Daniel Jones, who knows? Um. You have Jalen Hurts. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so it's you could either see four very below average quarterbacks this year, or you could see three pretty good quarterbacks this year. And yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say in Daniel Jones. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Two two pretty good quarterbacks this year and Fitzy and Daniel Jones. Yeah. Keep that part in. Uh, yeah. The quarterbacks are definitely question marks. Uh, my player to watch is going to be Malik Hooker. Uh, he signed with Dallas. And I think that if he can somehow solidify that secondary, uh, which it's going to be a hard task because that secondary is trash. Um, if he can somehow hold it down, I think you are right. The Cowboys could have a chance to win that division, but it is dependent on Malik Hooker. Well, he could become the new Sean Lee. (laughs) All right. Um, Let's move on to the NFC North. Um, Division that has kind of been a one-team division for a while. Yeah. Um, So let's start with that one team, Packers. Um, 
before we get to Aaron Rodgers, anything else you think the Packers makes them, you know, good? I don't, I don't think there's that much to talk about here. I think they're pretty clearly the best team in the division. Aaron Rodgers is coming off an MVP season. Uh, people are forgetting that. They re-signed Aaron Jones. They still have Devontae Adams. They got Randall Cobb back, who was one of Rodgers' favorite receivers before he left. Uh, Marquez Van- Valdez-Scantling turned out last year. Um, their offense is going to be phenomenal. And their defense, it might be shaky at times, but in the long run, they're going to be really solid. I mean, there's a reason why this team has won double-digit games in the past however many years they've done it. Um, they're a really good franchise and really good team. Yeah, I mean... I think, I mean, look, they're the best team in the division, that's for sure. There's the whole thing about the rift between Rodgers and the organization. That doesn't affect anything on the field. Yeah. No. Honestly, I, I'm someone who personally believes that when Rodgers is pissed off at someone off the field, he plays better on the field. To he showed that last year. Um, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Rodgers is going to have another MVP caliber season. And – and that's the division. Yeah. But we got to talk about the rest of the division. Yes. Um, let's talk about the Vikings. Okay. Thoughts on I the Vikings? don't really know what to think of them. Um, their defense is not – it's hard to say their defense is not good because they do have good players on the defense. Dalvin Tomlinson, Daniel Hunter, they signed Pat P this offseason, Xavier Woods, Harrison Smith – they have a lot of good guys, but I mean, the, over the past couple seasons, their defense just has not lived up to the hype. Um, the one, the one thing I do want to say, though, I like the Vikings' offense, and I think that the addition of Chris Herndon was big for them. I don't really know why the Jets just gave him away for free. Basically, I thought it was a really solid player for him last year. Um, I mean, obviously, they have Dalvin Cook, one of the best running backs in the NFL. Justin Jefferson is primed for another breakout sophomore season. They still have Adam Thielen. They're going to score points, but their defense is just shaky. Yeah. Um, Mike Zimmer has always been a defensive guy, yeah. which is why it's weird. And the year that they made the NFC Championship, that defense was the best defense in the league. Yeah. I mean, they, they were holding people – they played this stat about 50,000 times in the NFC championship game. They have their home people to about 20% on third day. Yeah. Um, and Xavier Rhodes is one of the reasons that their defense had a dramatic drop off last year. He was getting burned left and right. Yeah. Um, so I think Pat P will definitely help. Um, he's an experienced vet who has been at the top of his game for many years now. I think he's still, he, look, he's not the same Pat P as he was with the cards, but I think he's still Pat P. Yeah, he, he definitely had a down year last year. He came off a suspension and just wasn't, never really got going. Uh, but I still think he can he can be a pretty solid cornerback in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and again, offensively, like you were talking about, the Vikings definitely have the talent. I think health is a big issue for them. Yes. Offensively. Dalvin Cook struggles with that. Kurt COVID, Kurt, <laughs> Kurt Cousins. 
<laughs> I was not on purpose. That was funny. <laughs> Kirk Cousins has probably a 65% chance of getting COVID at any moment because he still won't get the vaccine. It's doing his thing. Um, and feeling sometimes in and out. Jefferson was in and out at LSU at times. That's my big fear with them offensively. Herndon as well, who you added, they lost Irv Smith. So Herndon was a big add for them. But Herndon also has had injury problems for the Jets. Yeah, definitely has. So It's definitely a concern for them. Absolutely. That being said, what's your ceiling for them? I think that they could challenge for a wild card spot. Um, but I just, I look at the rest of the NFC. The NFC is stacked. The NFC has a ton of good teams, so they're they're going to have to play at the top of their game all season if they want to play in a wild card game. Yeah, um, they've got two games against Detroit. They have that going for them. <laughs> um, I think genuinely that is something that hurts the NFC West. Yeah, um, is that these other divisions have teams that are pretty bad that you know you play twice a year. Yes. Um, so the Vikings do have that going for them. They also do have to play the Packers twice a year. Also true. Um, but I see them as a wild card team. Okay. I think that what they have on paper will translate more than it has over the last couple of seasons. And I don't think they'll be that 2017 defense. I think they'll be better. Okay. Not better than that defense, but like better than they were the last couple of seasons. Right, 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 right. And get a little closer to that. Yeah. Um, and I think offensively they'll stay somewhat healthy and i think they're you know 10 11 win team this year okay yeah i i would not be surprised to see that from minnesota all right well let's move on to chicago the bears the burrs the burrs uh first question how long is andy dalton starting (laughs) (laughs) i would say no longer than three weeks I see this as kind of like a Sam Bradford, Josh Rosen situation. Um, And I think Andy Dalton is not going to start for very long. Uh, Justin Fields looked great in the preseason. Uh, He's 100% the quarterback of the future. And I think they want him, want to get him as much NFL experience as possible this season. So they're going to stick to their word and say Andy Dalton is QB one for at least two weeks. But after that, I would not be so sure. Yeah, honestly, um, if I was a Bears fan, I'd be excited because this is probably the best quarterback prospect or quarterback that will step on a field in a Bears uniform ever. Yes. Um, which is kind of crazy to say, but like they've won a Super Bowl before. They've been to Super Bowls before. With their defense. With Rex Grossman and Jim McMahon. um so i think yeah justin fields is going to be good um we'll see what he does i don't think andy dalton's going to be that terrible for them personally he's he's always been a very consistent quarterback like not great but consistent yeah but i mean just looking at the receiving core they don't have very much outside of Allen robinson no um david montgomery is ho-hum I'm not I'm not a big David Montgomery fan. I don't think he's very good. He's he's up and down. Not having Tariq Cohen is not great for them. Yeah, that's that's that hurts. Um 
So we'll see. They've got a good defense. Khalil Mack's still there. Eddie Jackson's still there. I've got yeah. some guys, Roquan Smith's still there. Um, so they'll still get pressure on the quarterback, but you know, I'm not inspired. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I I kind of see them as a better team than Minnesota. I'm not gonna lie. Um yeah, I think again, it's just back to this offense versus defense thing. And I I always will choose defense over offense. And I just think the Bears have a better defense than the Vikings have offense. Uh, plain and simple. Um but yeah, I, I kind of see them like right around where the Vikings like they could slip into a wild card spot. Um, maybe a, maybe a five or six seed even. Um, but I, I think that's their ceiling. I don't think they're, I don't, they're not going to the playoffs this year. No, no. I, <laughs> I just don't see it, man. I, I think they're going to screw it up with bringing fields on too late. Mm. Um, I don't know why that, that just, that just seems to be the bears way. They don't understand how to use quarterbacks. They never have. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see when when Justin Fields comes in because I think that'll be the difference in this. Oh season. yeah, that'll that'll be the key. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the Lions. <laughs> okay. Anything good to say about the Lions? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's really like I'm looking at the roster right here. I, there's nothing here that inspires me. Like, seriously, there, there's literally nothing. Maybe Panay Sewell. Other yeah. than that. A block. Other than that, no. I don't. There's not a single guy on this team that I'm like, oh, he's going to be good. They lost Kenny Galladay. What, TJ Hawkinson? Come on. <laughs> they got Jared Goff. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Goff. Over under. <laughs> over under three wins oh god um under oh yeah i'll call it even i think i think i think they're that bad i think they're that bad i do you think they can uh first team in nfl history beat to get multiple over seasons no they'll they'll win a game but they'll game. yeah they'll, they'll win at least one or two they get an extra shot at it they they really need Jeff Okuda to step up. He was atrocious last year. Is he was he did he get hurt or was he just awful? He was hurt for a couple weeks, but for the most part, he was just really, really bad. And the good news that good thing they got rid of Darius Slay, though, am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah, I I think they're gonna win. I could see them not winning a game. Yeah? Yeah. Dude, Dan Campbell gives me elementary school coach vibes. Yeah, Dan Campbell's a weird hire. Like, I remember the days driving by, like, Cedar Brook Middle School, man. And, like, the coaches would be out there, like, yelling at the players, showing them to do stuff. You know what I mean? (laughs) Dan Campbell gives me those vibes. (laughs) That's a fair assessment. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so who's your player to watch in this division Oof. if i'm being honest man eddie jackson who i don't eddie know jackson? eddie jackson i guess 
Okay. I like uh I think he's he's a big part of that Bears defense. Um so if they're gonna do anything, and I think if Justin Fields comes on that comes on, they could. Mm-hmm. I think he's the key. The other teams are every other team is pretty straightforward to me. They're the they're the one team that kind of is a wild card. I think there's a couple of guys on that defense, including Eddie Jackson, who have had really good seasons in the past. And I think if they have another couple of good, another couple, another good season this year could, could really do something for the bears. Yeah. I I have basically the same explanation for my player to watch. Mine is Khalil Mack. Uh, he needs to be the dominant Khalil Mack he's been in the past uh, for yeah. Chicago to do anything. And like you said, Justin Fields needs to come on and, and play at a good, a good rookie level. Um, if, if the bears want to do anything this season. So I, I think we're both right right there and thinking that Chicago is kind of up in the air. I yeah. like them better than probably you do, but the defensive guys need to, need to step up for sure. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, they're getting paid yeah. in picks. I mean, think about all the picks they gave up for those guys. For, well, not all those guys, just Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. <laughs> Nuts. Um, speaking of picks, let's pick – who we think is going to win the AFC South. Let's start with the Atlanta Falcons. Talk about them first. What are your thoughts on the Falcons? Um, Their defense is bad and their offense will score points. Like a lot of these teams, like Matt Ryan, he's been very consistent in his career. He's going to do the same thing every year. Um, I really like the pick of Kyle Pitts. I think he's going to turn into a really good tight end in this league. Um, Calvin Ridley is going to take over as wide receiver one. They're a very top heavy team, to be honest. Um, and their defense is horrendous. Uh, so I don't think they're going to win a lot, but they'll score points. Yeah. Offensively, it kind of brings you back talking about Trey Pitts brings you back to the Matt Ryan, Roddy White, Tony Gonzalez days. Yeah. Honestly, they had an elite receiver and elite tight end and no running back. Yeah. Um, And I mean, they had a better dead actual defense back then. That was the difference. Um, (laughs) Yeah. They're, they're kind of the worst team in this division. Yeah. But to be honest, it's a tough division to be in. Um, It is. They have, they're in a division with, Sean Payton and, you know, the Bruce Arians, Tom Brady combo. And we'll get to the Panthers in a sec here. um, Who aren't that bad, but the Panthers aren't that bad. No slouches. So Falcons are in for a tough ride this year, in my opinion. Yeah. I think they're another, they're going to be a a top 10 draft team again. Probably. Yeah. Especially when uh, you decide to keep Josh Rosen on your roster. That, that usually is how it works. Oh, Brutal. (laughs) (laughs) At least they didn't. You were what? At least they didn't pick it. Yeah, that's true. That's on my team. But at least we got it. Got Kyler the next year. (laughs) All right. Well, let's talk about the uh, Panthers now. Um, and you know they're coming off a season where they're okay. Young head coach. They traded for a quarterback who they think has Jets syndrome. Um, and I like what some of the guys that they've got on defense. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Panthers? I really like the Panthers. I really do. 
Um, I think that they could probably finish second in this division. Um, I think Sam Darnold is definitely a big question mark. There's no doubt about that. But the rest of this roster is really solid. Hopefully C-Mac comes back healthy and ready to go because he is a game changer when he's on the field. Uh, Their wide receiver core is really solid. Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, uh, David Moore came over from Seattle. Uh, they have Dan Arnold and Ian Thomas at the tight end spot. Um, a solid O-line. And I, I really like their defense. Brian Burns is coming into his own as an NFL player. Uh, Derek Brown is going to improve after a solid rookie season. They signed Hassan Reddick, who broke out last year. Uh, they have Shaq Thompson, A.J. Bouye even. They, they drafted J.C. Horn, like, very, very, very solid roster. And I really think that they could finish second in this division. Not first, but they can finish second. We got about Jeremy Chin as well. Yeah. On, remember those two touchdowns in a minute last year? Yeah, he's also, he's a great defensive player. Really good season. Um, look, the Panthers are going to be a decent team. Um, I think Matt Rule is going to start to get the hang of the NFL a little bit better. Mm-hmm. just as he did with, you know, Baylor in the big 12. It took him a couple of years, got there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not sold on Sam Darnold at all though. That, I, I mean, that's, that's fair. That's completely fair. <laughs> that's, that's the big thing. I do think um, that one thing that really helps him out is Christian McCaffrey. Yes. Uh, not just in the running game, but also in the passing game. That's, I think, especially when you have a quarterback you don't have a ton of confidence in being able to have that easy outlet option in McCaffrey is huge. That's going to be key. hundred percent. He can make something out of nothing easily. If he goes down, their season is very much over as it was last year. Yeah. Um, But I I don't think they're going to challenge for second in this division. And I don't agree with you on that. Look, They're improving. I'll give you that. They have some some potential. I'll give you that. Mm. But the New Orleans Saints are the second best team in this division. I understand that. Well, you know what? Let's talk about the Saints. <laughs> We're here. I understand that uh, James Winston hasn't had the best seasons in the past, mm-hmm. but he is now in a dome. Let's remember that. He has a full year under Sean Payton, who has mentored Drew Brees for the last how many years? 10, 15 years? Long time. And that defense is still rock solid. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, I'm not saying the Panthers will finish second. I'm just saying that I think they have a better shot than most people think. Um, All right, that's, that's fair. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, I actually, I actually do think Jameis Winston is going to come out and have a really solid season. The fact that he was able to learn under Sean Payton for a year is going to help and Drew Brees for that matter. Um, he, the last time he was in the starting position, he led the league in passing yards, um, with older, over 5,000, you know, Dave Kamara, Latavius Murray, um, the one thing that I do have con- some, some concerns about is their passing game they don't have a ton of pass catchers that you can rely on. Uh, I'm not concerned about that. No? No, dude. Dude, Drew Brees was throwing the Marcus Colston and Devery Henderson for the last 10 years. (laughs) 
until uh, until Michael Thomas, when was the last time Lance Moore? When was the last time Drew Brees had an elite number one caliber receiver? Actually, I'll get, Marcus Colston was the last time that Drew Brees had an elite number one caliber receiver. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I just Jameis Winston is not Drew Brees. It's you have to remember Drew Brees is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. We just we don't know what the step down is going to be to Jameis Winston yet. That's my concern think, with the Saints. I think you're underestimating Jameis. He wasn't look, I understand he's had interception issues in the past. I get that. He was a number one. Remember, he was a number one pick. I know. He is like he is capable of putting up gaudy numbers. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I know. I think, and I, I trust Peyton, Sean Payton to help him lower the interception. That's the difference. If he if he throws for the crazy numbers and doesn't lower the interception count, the Saints are going to be a 500 team. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't care how good your defense is. If your quarterback is turning the ball over more than once a game, you're not going to be able to win a game consistently. And, and that's my concern. That's why I think the Panthers could possibly have a shot at finishing second. That's a fair concern, but I just I- – I just don't see Jameis doing that again. I think he's learned. New year, new Jameis, man. Yeah, I mean, we'll see uh, if he's shown any improvements uh, learning under Drew Brees and Sean Payton. We just, we got to wait and see. And it's it's going to take a few weeks, too. We'll see. No. He's, had, he's had experience. All right, well, ceiling for both Saints and Panthers. I think if the Panthers finish second, I think that they could challenge for a wild card and probably lose in the first round. If the Saints finish second, I think their ceiling is probably Super Bowl contenders, um, depending on how Jameis Winston plays. Yeah, I, I think if if Jameis cuts down on the picks, I think they're they're very close with the with the Bucks. Yeah, um, this division because that's their biggest question mark: just the passing game. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I don't think the Panthers are going to challenge for a playoff spot this year at all. I think they will look good. They will look better later in the season than they did at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that they're they're there yet. No, nah, not quite. All right. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. But uh, uh, let's, let's talk about the best team in this division. <laughs> Yeah. Anything bad to say about the Bucks? Nope. Great O line, great passing game. Maybe the running game could be improved, but they do. They have Fournette. They have Ronald Jones. They have Gio Bernard. Solid running game. Their defense. We know what they have. They're elite. There's no holes on this roster. Yeah. Um. They have good players at depth at pretty much every position. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> And they also have Tom Brady. Yes. <laughs> so the eternal question is, how healthy is Tom Brady? How many wins does Tom Brady have in him this year? <laughs> I don't think that that's much of a question. I mean, obviously it's a question, but like this team is, it's so good. Yeah, I know. No, I, I know how good the team is, but. We saw Tom Brady not at his best the last couple of seasons. 
he looked great last year. And look in the in the postseason, sure he he looked great. And he was hurt in the postseason. He also had surgery this offseason. That's another yeah. thing to mention. I know. I I'm look. I think they're going to be a great team again. I just don't know. I don't know that Tom Brady has it in him to, to make another Super Bowl run this year. The one the one thing that I've learned about Tom Brady in my life is that no matter what happens, don't count him out. <laughs> just don't doubt him because he will prove you wrong. I get that, but everyone's riding high on him right now. Because he won a Super Bowl. I, I'm not saying that they're wrong. Rightfully so. I'm not hating on people for writing. Look, I'm just saying that, like, you're he's not in that situation. No one's downing him right now. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Like, I, I see what you're saying. Even so, this team is the best team in the division. Might be the best team in the NFC. I, I just don't see them losing a ton of games this year. They'll win the division. They'll win a playoff game. That's it. We'll see come, what, January is when the playoffs start? Yeah, we got time to figure that out. Yeah, we got time. <laughs> but, um, so division win, I mean, I'm picking them to win the division. Are you picking them? Yeah, I got, the I got the well? box. All right, player to watch in the division then. Michael Thomas. Uh, he is on the pup list, so he'll be out until week six or seven, I believe. Um, oh, but... Like we mentioned before, the Saints passing game, it, it could be really good, but it's also a question mark. Uh, and Michael Thomas is going to be a big part of that. Uh, is he healthy? Is he the same Michael Thomas from 2018, 2019? We don't know. Uh, so I think he is, he'll be a big X factor for the Saints this season once he returns. Yeah, I think they need him to step up. Yes. If he comes back, I've heard he may be traded. Um, <laughs> allegedly, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens, though. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I think that that offense can do fine without him. I think they'll figure it out. I'm gonna say that uh, my player to watch is gonna be Sam Darnold. Okay. Um, I I think that look the Panthers have always had trouble with the quarterback position over the last since Cam Newton left. Yeah. And since before Cam Newton, honestly. Um, but Sam Darnold, look, <laughs> USC quarterback, which has not panned out for a lot of guys in the past. Nope. Um, he's shown that he can do it though. I feel like there were some times with the jets where he looked like he had a little bit of potential. Yeah. He definitely has um, potential for sure. So he's just got to got to step it up. He's got receivers. He's got guys to throw to. Robbie Anderson is a guy that he was throwing to in New York. He's got some familiarity there already. DJ Moore is a good receiver, and obviously Christian McCaffrey is their best receiver. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think Darnold's going to be a huge key to their success. Yeah. Um, because especially if McCaffrey gets hurt, they're gonna have to rely on the passing game more. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about that. All right. Well, uh saving the best for last year. NFC West. Best division in football, no doubt about it. Yeah, I I can't argue with you with you there. There's 
four very, very good teams who, <laughs> honestly, honestly, um, they could send all four teams to the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I There is no doubt in my mind that all four of these teams could potentially make the playoffs this season. Yeah. Um, where did it even start? Let's start with the cards. Okay. What are your thoughts on your Arizona Cardinals? What are your thoughts on my Arizona Cardinals? <laughs> <sighs> Look, I'll be honest with you, Noah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm uh, not sold. I really am not sold. There's a couple of issues that I have. Okay. The first up thing is I honestly think you guys have been consistently downgrading at the running back position over the last five years. That's fair. Um, I Chase Edmonds, you guys have been high on. He's okay. Sure. James Conner's not great. Um, I honestly think I get you don't like Kenyon Drake. But Kenyon Drake was working in that offense. Mm. Now, you brought in A.J. Green and J.J. Watt. Cool. couple of decent bets. I just – Kyler did not look great at the end of last year. That worries me. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things on this Cardinals team that I'm just not sure about. You lost Hassan Reddick. And Jordan Hicks and Chandler Jones have also had injury issues in the past. That's not great. I just, you guys don't have Patrick Peterson. Any, yeah, I've had him for a little bit, but you guys have, I, I like Buda Baker in the secondary, but outside of that, eh, I mean, the Cardinals to me are the worst team in the best division right now. Yeah, I mean, you make very solid points. Our secondary is not going to be great. I mean, Buda Baker is the second best safety in the NFL. Uh, but the fact that uh, Malcolm Butler just retired is it's really going to hurt uh, that he was going to be our number one corner. And now we just we lost him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's nothing we can do about that. He has personal yeah. issues. I'm not going to blame him for retiring, but it, it hurts us. Um I really like our passing game. We improved our O-line this offseason, which was big. We brought in uh, Rodney Hudson at center, who's been the best center in the league for the past, what, six, seven seasons. Um, so that that's a big add. Um, we still have Justin Pugh, DJ Humphreys. We have a solid O-line. Uh, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is the best or second best wide receiver in the NFL Uh, I think AJ green is going to benefit from playing on the other side of him. If he can stay healthy, mind you, Uh, I really like Rondell Moore. Uh, I think he's going to be a solid receiver. Christian Kirk is going to come into his own. Kyler didn't look great at the end of last season. I know, but he also was hurt. His, his throwing shoulder was not right after week like seven. So the second half of the season for Kyler, you just kind of have to take with a grain of salt. I mean, he was still running really well, but his passing was just very inconsistent. Uh, the one thing I will say about the Cardinals defense is I think the linebacker core could potentially be the best linebacker core in the NFL. I really do. Um, 
Chandler Jones, Jordan Hicks, Marcus Golden, Dennis Gardeck, Isaiah Simmons, Zayvon Collins, Devon Kennard, Zeke Turner, Tanner Vallejo. Very, very solid linebacker core. And we've had a lot of kicking problems in the past, and we brought in Matt Prater. I'm not saying that we're the best team in the division. I, I think we're the worst team in the division. There, There's no doubt about that. But I do think that we have enough talent to challenge to be – finish even first in the division this division is so wide open i wouldn't go that far i don't think you guys have enough to challenge for first in the division i think y'all challenge for a wild card spot i'll give you that i i but the other three teams in the division i think we're already better than y'all and improved yeah i mean i'm not i'm not denying that i'm not saying we're gonna finish first i'm just saying like if all the cards fell into place and there were injuries on other teams and we played sure. extremely well, we could finish first. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you can say that about any team. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't think that's an argument for saying that the cards have a shot at winning the division, man. Get out of here. I mean, I'm not, I don't think they're going to win the division, but I think they'll compete for, for a playoff spot for sure. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. So we have the Niners thoughts on the Niners. I think this is the one team in the division that the Cardinals might actually be better than. Um, I know they made a Super Bowl a couple years ago, but I just, I mean, they have George Kittle. They have Debo Samuel. Trent Sherfield's good. Brandon, Brandon Ayuk uh, broke out last season. I mean, they're, they're a very solid roster, but there's just something about the Niners. I don't know. I just, they're not complete to me. I get that. I do think that they're the second best team in this division, though. Okay. Um, I think it's close between them and the Seahawks. Mm -hmm. But the thing that I think puts the Niners over the edge is that they have a lot of their guys healthy again on defense. That's key. George Kittle was not healthy for a lot of last year. Remember how many injuries they had last year? I know. talked about the Niners and the Chargers. They the 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 Eagles and the Chargers. I'm sorry. <laughs> Talked about the Eagles and the Chargers earlier. The Niners are also on that list of one of the most injured teams last year. Yeah, I know. I know that. Um, and I think that, you know, when you have a team who one year went to a Super Bowl, injured the next year, and now they're all coming back. But I'm not. Not. That, I'm. I'm sorry. That was misconstrued. I'm not saying that they're Super Bowl contenders. <laughs> um, but I have so. Here's the things that, that I don't like about the Niners. Mm-hmm. I am not confident in either Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo. And despite the signs that they've shown, I'll be honest, I'm not confident in their receiving core either. Yeah. They have a very young, often injured, in and out of the lineup receiving core. Brandon and I had a good year last year. I'll give you that. But yeah, no, I'm not convinced. They've got a good running game, which I do like, despite, you know, every single one of their running backs going down. <laughs> um, so I, I, that's why I don't think they're going to win the division. It's just I don't trust, you know, their passing game as much. But yeah. defensively, I think they'll be a lot better. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just it's just they don't feel complete to me. That's that's the motto that I'm going with with the Niners. That's – I. Uh, what about them? Like, what part of them does not feel complete to you? 
like you said, their quarterbacks and their receivers. And honestly, I'm not as high in their running game. I think it'll be definitely competent, but they don't really have like a like a game changer. Uh, I know Raheem Mostert can be that guy, but it's been very inconsistent. He's been injury prone. When he's healthy, he's that guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, do you think that they can uh, challenge for a wild card spot? Yeah, I think uh, any of these teams can. Very yeah, true. Um, let's talk about the Seahawks. What are your thoughts on the Seahawks going into this year? Uh, bad defense, good offense. Uh, another one of these teams. Uh, I mean, they have obviously Jamal Adams on defense and Bobby Wagner, but. I don't know. They've just kind of fallen off a cliff in the past couple of years on defense. They just haven't been as consistent. Uh, they've gotten to a lot of shootouts. Um, and the one I like the Seahawks offense, but the one thing that does concern me is Russell Wilson's interception problem. That's, that's the one thing that I'm a little iffy about. Yeah. Look, Russell Wilson uh, walks himself out of the the MVP race at about week twelve every season. You know that, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm I'll be honest, dude. I think this is the step back here for the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. I like just looking up and down. Look, their receivers are fantastic. Um, but I'm gonna be honest. I'm not high on Chris Carson. They run the ball 60 times a game anyway. Pete Carroll doesn't care. Um, he'll he'll run the ball till the end of time, except for when the Super Bowl is on the line. But I just – I don't know, man. They're just not inspiring to me. Yeah. They always have – they still have a not very good offensive line. And we talked – like, so they can't really run the ball that well. Yeah. And when your defense is that bad, I just – they're going to get into shootouts, which because of the interception problem you're talking about, I think they're going to lose. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I, I I do see this as well as a step back season for the Seahawks. It's going to be weird, man. I, I, look, everyone, they, they, they every year they kind of have this thing. We're not rebuilding, but we're rebuilding. We have Russell Wilson and nothing else, and it works. Yeah. It's going to catch up to him this year, man. It's got it. The division is just too good. Yeah. Yeah, that's the big thing. I mean, they're playing the best division in football. Yeah. Well, let's, so let's get to the best team in the best division in football. Yes. Um, the Los Angeles Rams. Division winners off the bat. Their defense is so good. They're, Aaron Donald – at the end of his career might be, might go down as the best defensive player of all time. He's that good. He really is. And then they have Jalen Ramsey, who's probably the best cornerback in the league. And just a bunch of guys on that defense around those two who just help in different ways. And it works. Um, Their offense is going to get better because they have Matt Stafford instead of Jared fucking Goff. Um, They added Sony Michelle, uh, losing Cam Akers for the season really hurts. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That, that, was, that hurts. He was um, really good last year. Yeah. Their, I mean, their O-line is going to be good as always. Their receiving core is 
kind of iffy. I've never been a huge fan of Robert Woods. I really like Cooper Cup, uh, but Deshaun Jackson is just not what he used to be. And other than those guys, I mean, their next best receiver is Tyler Higby, you know? Um, and I'm sure Matt Stafford is going to hit all these guys on target every single time. But it's just a matter of if, you know, they get rack. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know uh, if they're the best team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think certainly, at least on the defensive end, for sure, they're the best team in the division. Yes. Um, no doubt. And I think with Matt Stafford – that puts them over the top enough offensively to win the division. Yeah. I, um, I think the Niners are going to challenge, though. Uh, especially if they get some goddamn Trey Lance shenanigans or Jimmy G finds his old winning mojo. Oh, my God. Um, he needs to just, like, rub Bill Belichick's head one game. <laughs> um, like, unless one of those two things happens – or Russell Wilson actually gets an MVP caliber season. It's it's the Rams division to lose. Yeah, I agree. They're the best team in this division. There's no doubt. They're to watch. Uh, mine is going to be the San Francisco quarterbacks, Trey Lance and Jimmy G. Uh, I think that their season fully depends on if those two guys perform. If they don't, I don't know how high their ceiling is. If they – if one of them or both of them show out, I think that they are Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. Yeah. They they have the roster to 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 become Super Bowl contenders if their quarterbacks are not a disaster. Yeah. Um I'm gonna say it's tough because there's so many different directions you can go in this division because it's a very tightly knit bunch, you know. Yeah. I'm going to say AJ Green and DeAndre Hopkins because it's really interesting to see how those two are going to react in tandem with each other. Um, they were both, well, DeAndre Hopkins still is, but there was a point in the league where they were both top five receivers. Yes. And I think it really is going to benefit AJ. It really could benefit AJ Green having an actual number one receiver on the other side of it. Yeah, it definitely could. Um, so we'll see how much he has left in the tank. Um, but I, I say DeAndre Hopkins is a key because I think that is the key to, to AJ Green. Yeah. Is him not having to face a number one cornerback every year. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so. That being said, NFC winner. I mean, I think the NFC is going to run through Tampa. Um, I think that they're just the most complete roster in the league. Um, However, I do see uh, the Rams challenging. I see the Niners. I see anyone in the NFC West, honestly, challenging. Um, The Packers, obviously. But I I think the NFC runs through Tampa. All right. I mean, look, they'll probably get the one. I think that uh, Last Dance Rogers is going to bring it home. Mm, okay. That's my pick. 
Um, I don't think anyone in the NFC West is going to actually challenge for the Super Bowl. I think they're all good teams. They're all very playoff caliber teams. I think they're all low playoff caliber teams. Okay. I don't think they're all – there's not a single team in the NFC West that inspires me to think they're going to win the Super Bowl right. or win the NFC. <laughs> so neither does the NFC East. So it's between the Bucks and the uh, the Packers. <laughs> yeah, with the Packers. I guess that's what we're going with. Um. <laughs> all right, winners and losers. Um. So I have two winners of the week. Uh, let me start off with Ben Simmons. Uh, good for him for demanding a trade. It's taken far too long for Daryl Morey to come up with the trade package to send Ben Simmons away. Uh, he's saying he finally said he's not reporting for training camp. So good for him for saying that. Um, and then the other one is Chris Bassett. Uh, he got hit in the head with a liner uh, about a week ago and he had successful surgery and he's recovering well. So kudos to him. Good, good for him for, for coming back strong from a scary injury. Yeah, dude, that was that was tough. I I was right in the head, man. Yeah. Not happy about that. Um, all right, my winner of the week. It's tough. I'm gonna say Mac Jones. Okay. At the expense of my boy Cam Newton, unfortunately. Um, but look. I don't think anyone expected Mac Jones to come into training camp and win the starting job. No. Um, I don't think anyone expected him to win the starting job so outrightly that Cam Newton got cut. Yeah, it's super surprising. Unreal. We'll see how he does this year. I hope he does well. Shout out to Jason at Bama. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, I, I hope he does well. He's got not very many guys to throw to, so we'll see what happens no. there. But um, congratulations, Mac Jones, on getting the starting job. Yes, absolutely. That's good for him. <laughs> All right, loser of the week. New York okay. Mets, plain and simple. Um, I Listen, I've never been a big Javi Baez fan, but I actually really like that he did the thumbs down. I think it's hysterical. Um, I think that if you're going to be rooting for a team, and yes, I could be hypocritical of this as to shitting on my team every once in a while, but if you're going to the game, don't don't boo your your team. Like, come on, Mets fans. It's something Philly fans would do. It's something Boston fans would do. It's something Dallas Cowboys fans would do. Don't stoop to their level. And no, Yankee no, no. fans. No, no, no. I, I, there's, there, there's a difference. I think – no, there's not a difference. But here's he, – let me explain to you why it happens. Mm-hmm. Before – as someone who is one of these fan bases normally. Right. Who has had this. The fans boo their own players when they believe the players aren't trying. That's the thing. Because if you watch some of the pitches that some of these guys are swinging at, it gives fans the impression that they're not trying. Yes. That's the issue. Now, to counter your point, to, to counter that, 
I to agree with you a little bit here. <laughs> like, if one of your players is saying, giving you the thumbs down, stop him. Stop him. Yeah. Your players, if your players, if your players are tired of it enough that they literally have to say something, stop him. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I mean, I think I just think it's so funny that Javi Baez did it. And I get the GM and Steve Cohen saying, don't do that. It's not okay. Like the fans are here for us, but you have to let the players express themselves. I get that it's their job to like stay in control of their emotions, but why they're playing the game they love. And if their fans don't appreciate it, why should you appreciate the fans? I'm fully on Javi Baez and Francisco Lindor side here. And that's coming as a fan of bad teams. <laughs> like, like, I'm no, okay. I mean, I get that, but like from the other side of it, if I'm paying $50 for a ticket to watch these guys play and they're being paid millions of years to, to play this game that they love and should be enjoying and working hard to play because they enjoy doing it. And there's guys out there who are not working their at, like who are just kind of like half-assing their shit. And it's costing my team. I'm going to get pissed. So if don't buy the ticket. Now, look, 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 listen. <laughs> if it's, I think in this situation, maybe like, if this has been a recurring theme every season, sure. With the same group of players, sure. Mm-hmm. But like, this team has just been starting, like, first off, the fact that the Mets were in first place for as long as they were and weren't hitting this this sort of level yeah. is a miracle with the amount of injuries they have. I know. Like, honestly, this is just their injuries catching up to them. That's what's happening right now. Yeah. Honestly. Like, I think that the fans are entitled to be booing the players if it's, you know, year after year this team should be good and they're not you, so, you see what you see where I'm going the Dallas Cowboys yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i i get i get your side but in, i don't know i just i think that players should be able to express themselves i think that's the main point i'm trying to say here if oh, Javi, I completely agree with that. Yeah, if Javi Baez wants to give a thumbs down to the fan, if he wants to become a villain of the city, let him do it. Like, why do you have to stop him, GM, owner, whoever the fuck it was? Well, <laughs> speaking of the GM, he got arrested for DUI today. So I don't know if he's the best person to be giving that kind of advice out. Yeah, the, Mets, <laughs> the Mets are just such a disaster right now. My loser of the week is going to be the Indianapolis Colts and Carson Wentz. Uh, that's a good one. Um, look, his refusal to get vaccinated, he was finally cleared for week one, and now he's out because of COVID. They've got T.Y. Hilton out now. They have not been doing a good job of getting all of their players vaccinated clearly, yeah. which – do your job. That's like, that's one of the, the they're going to find you for it at this point. Yep. Um, And honestly, the Colts are 
honestly, as bad as we think they're going to be, even with Carson Wentz, they're going to be significantly worse without him. Oh, yeah, so, definitely. If he can't get healthy, even if he can get healthy, it, he's still not going to be 100%. So, Colton Carson Wentz, loses yeah. of the week. Just another quick winner of the week for me, uh, the Washington Nationals, because they have started cracking down on their full-time employees. If they're not vaccinated, they're out of a job. Very plain and simple. So so good for them. Yeah. Got to get it going. Yeah. Uh, Anything else to finish up with before we say our adios? Oh, it's football season, baby. Hell yeah, really. Ah, football every Sunday, man. Every Sunday. I'm so excited. The next set. We get an extra week this year, too. I know. No more garbage fourth preseason game. We get 17 weeks of actual regular season action. I'm so excited. I love football season. It's going to be a good season. Well, stick with us through that. And uh, we'll see you on next week on TJBQ on Cross Coast Sports. <laughs> you did it again, man. I did it at the end, and it's fun as hell. Oh, man. Well, as much as Julian doesn't remember our name, we'll see you next time on Cross Coast Sports. <laughs> <laughs>